The Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Holy smokes. How's it going, Matt? Uh, I'm well. Um, I just saw you mouthing the words uh, to your own recorded I intro. I finally learned the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. That was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, Basketball Podcast. Podcast. Oh, okay. Really dropped the bass on that I'm one, trying, baby. I'm trying to make Matt you know, excited about saying yeah. basketball podcast together with me, but uh, I wanted to add some bass cause you're a bit sick. Everyone yeah. can hear. I am a bit Apologize. sick. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I had food poisoning about a week and a half ago. Back with the food poisoning. <laughs> That's right. Uh, at, at a bachelor party on, on Saturday night oh, and I got a bit run river. down. Yeah. So things are okay. Uh, the Raptors are, are more than okay. Um, let's, yes. let's, Actually, wait, wait, before, before we bring in the guests here, mm-hmm. um, Matt, where can people find us, help us, you know, donate yeah. to us? Absolutely. Well, we don't have a Patreon yet. Sure. Uh, it's in the works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're just trying to think of all those different benefits For sure. that you can, you know, yeah. pay into. Uh, but you can go to dunkspodcast.com and we've got all our links for iTunes and Stitcher and uh, a Pocket Casts, mm-hmm. uh, Overcast. And we're on Player FM. And a little cute one called Player FM. That's something you like. Yeah. It's like the old days, putting the old record player on in the living oh, room. Yeah. Listen, Everybody loves listen Player to FM. the war. Oh, me and my friends, like my good friends, <laughs> yeah, we like Player FM. Player FM. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So that's pretty much it. Sweet. You know? Um, yeah, come on. Support us. Help us. Love oh, us. Oh, God. Yeah, listen to him. He sounds like L- shit. Listen to me, okay? This is because I'm in, you know, basically like the <laughs> Dawn Valley Parkway. <laughs> yeah. Like traffic's coming at me and I'm screaming basketball yeah. takes. It's going to get you sick every time. Um, so I need you to help me out. <laughs> let's uh let's, let's bring on two uh two amazing guests they've both been on the pod before they have um he's coming from new york city in new york. uh i i uh i know his credentials now but i almost messed him up he was recently on the uh, stephen colbert report yeah report <laughs> um he's amazing not the report anymore oh I, I messed it up okay you know what that's, that's actually good in like five years listen um he didn't even have stand-ups on that show <laughs> it's true he was on the Stephen Colbert report as a character are you even in show business <laughs> welcome buddy Cole no just kidding uh give it up for Graham K everybody hi I'm happy to be here I'm happy you got my name right <laughs> Music. Uh, yeah, I never know if the people on the phone can actually hear it or not. So we're just like fully trolling them. Um, Graham, I messed up your. angry. I messed up your damn credit again. Yeah, but uh, thank He's you. He's on New Heart. Uh, yeah, well, that's, yeah, I love you on New Heart. I mean, my buddy, my brother Daryl. I'd be the other brother Daryl. Oh yeah, I love the fucking Larry Daryl and Daryl. You're great. Yeah. Um, anyway. Graham, Graham, how you doing? Yeah, you, I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Um, just to, to give the audience a background off here, he he just said, "Congrats, Graham." I never got a chance to say it, but uh, before we start, I just want to say congrats on being on Conan. And uh, I, did. I wasn't on Conan, and that's fine. But you were on the Jay Leno rapport, so I was. <laughs> so I got that right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's. Uh, you know, maybe I'll be better at talking about basketball. Um, 
she's one of my favorite basketball people uh, <laughs> in the world. Um, she writes amazing things for everyone, and uh, she's very in touch with her feelings, but she's very in touch with everything that matters in basketball. Give it up at home for Katie Heindel. <laughs> I like letting it hang out there because you don't like to talk That's over it. That's my regular song yeah. right now. Do you, do you recognize it? Mm-hmm. I no. recognize it by now. <laughs> um, a little different. What's up, from... what's up Katie? How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Happy to be here as always. Congrats for being on Conan. Thank you. Um, I had a great time on Conan. <laughs> yeah, I'm I sad thought... for this guy. He wasn't on Conan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Conan, we... We really hit it off. Yeah. I oh, can, man. I can Tony. see you guys getting along. Tony. You know what? Honestly, if, if Conan was here right now, he'd get a big kick at all of this. Oh, yeah. Think? Yeah. I'm definitely going to tag him in the post. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's just let's just get right to it because there's, there's a lot there's a lot to get to. Let's Is get there? into it. Um, oh, boy. Matt, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking up the players you sent me. Yeah. Um, I think we got some good ones. One yeah. on... Um, why don't you tell me something I don't know? Oh, shit. Do you know who it is? Uh, it's not loading. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, actually, I don't know this first one very well. I know him a little bit. Okay. But why don't you tell me something I don't know about Hassan Adams? Hassan Adams. He played 12 games for the Raptors in the 2008 season, uh, which was his last go in the NBA. He really only uh, lasted a couple of seasons there. But uh, did you know his nickname? And this one, I made sure to do this for you. His nickname was Hot Sauce. Ooh. Did you know that? Ooh. <laughs> I didn't know, but I like it. I like hot stuff. That's real close to Spicy P. I know. Really close to Spicy P. Hmm. Yeah. Um, forerunner. And you know what? He was like, uh, before he was drafted, he was, you know, thought to go in the top 10. He was Mr. California Basketball. I guess that's a big thing. And and, and McDonald's All-American. And then, in the, but he started to get all kinds of citations and stuff when he was in his, like, senior college year. He would, like, get, you know, just dumb, like, speeding tickets. He got, like, a minor DUI. Okay. Um, so that kind of hurt his draft ranking. Fair and enough. then in the pre-draft workout, P.J. Tucker stepped on his foot and broke it. On purpose. But you could be so no, lucky. just I think it was an accident. You could be so lucky. It was lucky like that Lance yeah. Stevenson that step on to throw, probably. Probably Ooh. the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, like PJ's different. Yeah, PJ, you know, if he steps on your foot, like thank God, right? Yeah. Um did you know he played he last played in a league called the Amera League, which was a league that he didn't even get to play actually because it folded because the guy who founded it was a con artist. Nice. And that's that's pretty much the last I could find of him other oh. than I think he does some basketball camps in Singapore. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, his name's Hassan Adams <laughs> and uh, he's not a very famous basketball player and uh, he's I th- not. I think he did pretty good. I didn't it's know. tough. I didn't know much of that. We are getting to the end of this segment. I'm, I'm afraid are we? to say. Wow. Have you done John Salmon's yet? Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah. Are yeah. we going to run out of Raptors players? Well, it's going to get to the point where I'm going to have to go to their hometowns and talk to people to see where they well, are. Well, then it's going to have to get to that point. <laughs> um, Maddie, would you give me that NBA sting? NBA. Hashtag <laughs> You knew I was wrong. <laughs> he knew I was wrong. I meant it's, Raptors. It's all right. <laughs> Paging Bobby Webster. 
just still the weirdest soundbite nobody asked for. Um, paging Bobby Webster from a dying chipmunk. Now, that is my job to remind everybody who our GM is. Continue. Okay. I will. Um, so uh, let's just start by talking about Danny Green. Um, Graham, I'll, I'll, I'll go to you first. Uh, just, okay. Just in general, how good is Danny Green? Well, um, I've, I've been reading up about him. Um, I mean, I obviously know, know who he is, but I mean, for, for preparation for this podcast, I, I wanted to, you know, really uh, understand. And um, I read a pretty interesting article in The Athletic. And the uh, the guy there, Eric Corrine, says yep. that he's having the greatest role player season in uh, Toronto history. Hmm. Uh, Raptors history, probably all of Toronto as well. Um, he didn't say whether it was Raptors or Toronto. It could be also Maple Leafs history. Okay. But, wow. Um, that's a, that's a deep I, canon. I, here's the thing. I, I've always liked Danny Green. Uh, I've always thought that he he was uh, a really good role player. And then when he came to the Raptors, I was like, why isn't he dunking? I thought he was like a high flyer. Like I, I Right, and then I then I then I'm like, oh, I was like doing research for this. I'm like, oh yeah, he like ripped his groin off like last year or something. He was like, dick fell off. <laughs> yeah, then, I, I think that's what then, happened. Yeah, yeah, and then and anyway, so like he's like hasn't he's actually played like he's pretty you know he hasn't got injured this year I don't think, and he's he's been played played in most games and pretty consistent. But apparently he's saying like he can't. He's just like he this year he's feeling he doesn't have the explosiveness he used to, which actually might be a benefit because. It's forcing him to concentrate on what he actually excels at, um, which is shooting. And he is 8% higher behind the arc than he has been in any other part uh, of his career. And he's wow. nine, or he's 6.4% uh, from everywhere else higher at shooting. That's incredible. And he's, yeah, it's insane. And he's like more of a catch and shooter now. Uh, so he's just creating that space, creating that space for the boys, for Kawhi. So I think it's like a, an addition by subtraction. So I don't know. I think he's really good. I did not know he was going to be this good when he came over. I thought he was like a throw in in the trade and like, like not necessarily throw in, but like, I just didn't know that he was going to be completely make CJ miles, uh, redundant and, uh, He's awesome. I think. I think he's very good. Yeah, I know he's. He, he, I mean, correct. Yes, he's. He's. He's incredible. That's kind of what I was going for. For uh, with this question, like, how good is Danny Green? Because I think that you know he was uh, perceived as a throw-in in that trade. I remember being very excited about it, but still kind of like cautiously optimistic. Um, mm -hmm. And I think he's exceeded. He's exceeded. I think what what you know, the, the best possible outlook for, for how good he might yes. be. Um, yeah. Katie, I'll just, I'll just jump to you with the same question. How good is Danny Green? Like he's amazing in all the ways that you've said, but he's also stepped into the role in like such an incredible way. Right. I feel like for a player to come to the city, like he's got his Yahoo podcast. Yeah. Like he's willing to have fun on Serge's cooking show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he, I feel like, and I feel like that is so indicative of what he's doing here. Like he's Danny Green is not a player that like comes into a franchise and is just there for like a one-off year. Right. Like I think mm -hmm. when he's like digging in this deep, and like you know the obvious thing is he's a very good road 
to Kawhi. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the fact that he's so taken with the city and the city's so taken with him, like, I honestly feel like on and off the court, there's this real sense of like, is there anything this guy can't do? But there actually isn't. Yeah. Like, there actually isn't. Keys to the city for Danny Green. Like, his three-point shooting, like, the way that he's a distributor this year, like, the way that he's like, like, he's he's, he's got a real, like... um, intuition about the game that I feel like you know you see with Lowry like you saw with DeRozan but that's I think what makes the Raptors such like a good when they're good like a good team because they all they all work together in this like really seamless way and Danny like stepped into that right away and he stepped into it in a way I think where he wasn't necessarily relying on Kawhi to do that and I think Mm. that's what people thought he would do because they're like oh he's our like secondary piece in this trade right Right. he's like sort of who we got tossed in but in a lot of ways like I hope this isn't sacrilegious but in a lot of ways like the um, what Danny gives to the team is like a lot more apparent and like in the crunch kind of more valuable than what Kawhi gives well I mean like I I think that's actually like a interesting argument Um, (laughs) no no because because with 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 Danny, there's so many things you have to take into account with how good he is. And I think, yeah, he had that explosive game with the Magic. And everyone's like kind of giving him some love. Obviously, he's, you know, the, the lead topic on this podcast. But he's the connective tissue. Mm-hmm. And always is. And like I think Marcus Gasol is a guy like that. And early on, we saw it with Kawhi a little bit where Kawhi was looking for him. Because mm-hmm. Kawhi was like, oh, that's a guaranteed assist. But then that became infectious and everyone started looking for him. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that last piece uh, of a guy like a soul who's just all about ball movement all the time, um, that makes it contagious for everyone to pass. Mm -hmm. And Danny is confident enough to know that, okay, well, when the ball gets to me, I shoot. Mm -hmm. Like, for the most part, you know, guys are going to pass. I think Fred's like that, too. Fred's like, when, when the ball gets to me, I shoot. Um, Whereas sometimes a guy like a soul is like still looking for the extra pass, even though it's like, no, 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 it's your turn to shoot. Um, it did take a while, like a while for Fred to get there. And I feel like yes. he's not like he's still such a good intuitive player, too. And yeah. I think that's what like he makes him such a phenomenal point guard when he can just be like, do I need to shoot? Like, yeah. will this shot be taken better by somebody else right now? But it took him a while to get that. And it also took him a while to get the confidence to be like, no, I'm just going to shoot. Yeah, Fred, Fred is a really good read for the game. And I think there's been a couple times where we're like, oh, is Fred going to develop chemistry with Surge type mm-hmm. of thing? But I think I'm seeing that more. But but, but just back to Danny Green and kind of, you know, just, just... I'll always take it to Fred. I'll always bring it to Fred, yeah. Well, you know what? Um, Fred bet on himself, but also you bet on Fred, like pretty early on. Um, I feel like I was a little bit like that with Siakam, but, you know... I don't know if anyone can really take the like, I bet on Siakam Just first. Take it. Just well, take we all it. liked him right away, or most <laughs> people did. Um, but like, as Graham was saying, I think that's kind of an interesting point too, as a player ages, right? So he had this kind of like severe, you know, awful groin injury where he, he was pretty injured all of last year. And then also he's, he's uh, you know, he had that down shooting year, not playing with Kawhi, and it was a weird year for the Spurs in general. Um, then he comes here. He's still a great defensive player, though. Like, oh, he's he, yeah, fantastic. He Another thing yeah. is like he. We also got a sick defensive player. Not only is he shooting better, he's just awesome on the other end. I don't know. It's, I think they're like this. Yeah. This team is really starting to show their potential. They've been like a you know top third of the league defensive team statistically all season, and like the past couple games, you're like. Holy cow. Like, Gasol's starting to figure it out. I mean, it just looked really good. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's going to take us to our next topic pretty well, actually. Um, Danny's amazing. He's looking good. He deserves all the, all the, all the shine he's getting. Um, you know, a lot of players are gassing him up and, uh, yeah, he's a mentor. Uh, he's that guy who kind of, um, got snakes. He's got snakes. He keeps oh, yeah, snakes. that's the thing, right? Yeah, he's got snakes. He's a that's reptile fun. lover. That's fun. Um, yeah, he's got snakes, so cheers <laughs> to that. Um, if you got a snake, pick it up, you know, out of the aquarium or whatever, and, you know, cheers it. He looks it. like a guy who'd have a snake. He really oh, does, sure. doesn't he? He does. I tried to explain that to someone the other day. They were like, I don't know what you mean. Um, uh, so <laughs> he, I, looks, he looks like snake he, guys. He, yeah. yeah. He plays, like, a lot of computer games and has, like, a lot of LED lights in his yeah. house. And for sure. <laughs> and yeah, some people kind of have that look like, uh, um, at my bachelor party, one of the things we did was we went knife. Always bringing it always back. Bringing it back. We went knife party. throwing. <laughs> and the guy looked like, um, a, a guy, owner? no, a guy who teaches a class about uh. knife throwing. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. we all walked in and he was like, guess who I am? And we're like, Oh, we know, sir. He Cheers. was a professional <laughs> yeah. knife thrower. T-shirts. Ponytail. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He had a long ponytail tied up to his body. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, no, just a good, Graham was bringing up, um, you know how things seem like they're starting to click. And I think a big part of that is we've, we've had so many games where, you know, uh, Kawhi's missing or Lowry's missing or Gasol still too new or, you know, is Serge going to start? Is a, uh, is, is Gasol going to start? Um, what's going on with Siakam? Fred's injured. Um, and I think that Orlando game, I mean, maybe we'll get another one, but for me that, that seemed like the playoff preview. Um, uh, I, I think Nurse only played nine guys in in the mm-hmm. first half uh, before we blew out the game, and it seems like the seven guys are, um, you know, Kyle, Danny, uh, Kawhi, Pascal, Serge, Gasol, Fred. Uh, then there's a bit of a, like a, a a gap there, and I think guys eight and nine are you know Norm and OG in in whatever order you have them, and then I think. Um, Everyone else is like 10, 11, 12, you know, break, break glass in case of emergency. Like I'm, I'm not necessarily expecting to see Lynn or Meeks or, or McCaw play significant playoff minutes. McCaw got injured, not. but um, yeah, exactly. I think we all kind of hope not. Um, uh. And I, I brought this up a million times in the pod before, but also if Kawhi can play 40 minutes, that's going to mean e- even guys like uh, OG might not play. Or Norm, might, you know, if if, if or, or if Danny, for instance, can can play big minutes in the playoffs, then um, that rotation is going to get extra short. But uh, yeah, Katie, I'll start with you on this one. Um, as far as the rotation, um, from what you know of it, uh, and and by the way, if you disagree with what I just said, please, that's oh, that's okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, as far as the rotation. Uh, do you like it? Do you think it's like we, we have our winning combinations? Is there more to come still? Um, like I like I like last night's rotation, but one yeah. thing I feel like I've been critical of Nurse of all year, and I think we've talked about it, is there's been this sense like we're trying to iron out our rotations. We're trying to iron out like what that looks like. We're experimenting and like yeah. all like I love getting weird and like the experimentation there. Yeah. But at some point it has to be for something. At some point you have to land on like this is the definitive. This is yeah. what we're going to go with. And I don't really feel like that's happened yet. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I think there's a good counterpoint to that where 
we had that in previous playoffs and that didn't serve them at all. Sure. It's like we had the, the like hard rotation and then it like completely fell apart or like we didn't yeah. have an answer when it was figured out. Um, so like a, a little bit yes and no, like I'm, I'm trepidatious. I like yeah. what they're doing. I think in terms of like, um, if you're going to go like OG or Powell, like it feels a bit treacherous to say, but I, I want to go with OG. I think I do as well, mm-hmm. just for the like, you know, defensive upside. Defensive upside and I think just like energy. Like we've seen yeah. Norm, like he has been the difference maker in, in playoff In the playoffs, before. I know. Like and that's yeah. where that's Poor like, guy. That's where yeah. he like exploded, right? And became yeah. like on all of our radars. But yeah. I think um he's you know, he can be like so much more like hot and cold and we've seen that of him. So if like if you need like a change maker, if you like you need an like an energy shift. I'd rather look to OG than Norm for that. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. And do you like... I just I Sorry. still think OG has a, like a... Uh, he's not done growing as a player. And I think he just has a higher upside. And totally. I feel like I'm totally excited to see him out there. Yeah. Like, and I do think he's a better lockdown defender. We don't need anybody else to score. So, I do yeah, like I it know. when OG scores, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's it's nice when he scores. But I, I totally agree, Graham. Like we don't, you know, assuming you know the playoffs are are more top heavy. You can have guys like um, you know Lowry and, and Pascal. You know, not taking as many shots as they want. Even so, a guy like OG might come into the game and like like not shoot any shots or shoot two shots and still play an effective like ten minutes. But mm-hmm. I would argue like that's the time to like freak teams out if you can, which is what happened when, when Norm became a difference maker right. in that playoff series because they were like, "Who? wait a second, who's this guy? However, um, counter to the counter, <laughs> do we need to freak people out if we have Kawhi? Yeah, we do. Like I Because like that was part no. of it with DeRozan, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, we got to try something else. No, I think like surprise him. Kawhi... <sighs> I don't know how even to put this. <laughs> I don't like, I know what Kawhi brings and I, yeah. I trust it and I see the difference maker he can be in games. But I also think like, why would you ever limit yourself? Like, right. why would you ever limit yourself? You're like, yeah, we, yeah, we can rely on this guy. Like, let's not try mm-hmm. and like do some other weird shit or like freak teams out. If we know that like someone has an explosive quality and they can really just for like, in, in a playoff game, like, every minute counts. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in the last, like, three minutes of a playoff game, it's, like, another 45 minutes of the game. Right. Not, you know, it's just a little bit of a stretch. That's what it feels yeah. like. But that's the time, like, you want to you wanna throw everything you can in the mix. Yeah, and I, I think that we've seen some kind of, like... Uh, some lineup combinations that, that uh, like, that the end of that Charlotte game where we made the huge comeback... Um, Pascal was actually playing center mm-hmm. and Ibaka and Gasol sat the fourth mm-hmm. um, and Kawhi was playing the power forward. I think Fred has actually been a part of some like really successful lineups um, since he's come back. So like some smaller guard heavy lineups. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, I think to your point, we're going to see a lot of experimentation still in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't expect nurse to be, to do the Dwayne Casey thing where he's like, if he wins one game with one, one kind of like specific player combination, he's not going to be married to it. Yeah. Like exactly. I guess what, like the simpler way to put it is like, let's not lose dexterity. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, like if we the, have a Swiss Army knife, even if the Swiss Army knife has a, like a part of it. Let's pull out the corkscrew or the yes. weird na- like nail file. <laughs> yeah. Or the toothpick <laughs> but, occasionally. But let's also remember that we, <laughs> that unlike last year's um, Swiss Army knife, this Swiss Army knife has a gun in Kauai. It has like a little thing you pull out yeah. that's just like a giant yeah. gun. Um, yeah, is, is that a good one, Graham? Like, is that like, you know, some Swiss Army knives perhaps have a gun, you know? I love watching Kawhi as opposed to, like, on this team as, as opposed to DeRozan and just watching the difference. Like, in, in late in games or when we need, like, a bucket, it's just easy. DeRozan's really good, but it's like, holy, like, Kawhi is one of the best players in the world. He just gets buckets. It's, it's awesome. It's incredible to see. The guy's dope as hell. I don't know. And I also think that the problem that we had last year is we relied too much on our Swiss Army night. And then we got to the playoffs and everyone, the whole, like, uh, everyone in, in, in media, American media especially, was like, yeah, a great bench. Bench mob's cool, but when you get to playoffs, no one uses a bench. It's going to be an interesting experiment to see them try and do that for the first time ever in the playoffs. And the playoffs came and we, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember, but we lost. What? I thought we won yeah, the championship. I would still <laughs> no, argue, no. though, that that no, was, like, due to poor coaching. I just think because, like... Like, because, we didn't use our Swiss Army knife effectively? Yeah, because, like, Casey clams up. Like, he would just, like, freeze up. And I think just because something has not been done before, like, yeah, like, you don't use your bench as much in, like, mm-hmm. the, the playoffs. You don't, like, expect them to be the guys that can, like, clinch the game. But, like, that bench really could. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think it was kind of a combination. Like, I think Casey was really, really good at getting people to buy into their specific roles and and bring the best out of those roles. And that kind of like continuity pays in in dividends where where, where you have people, you know, they, they get really get better year in and year out and month in and month out. But the playoffs just end up becoming this thing where, um, you know, we, we couldn't stop Kevin Love in the pick and pop. And 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 he took too long to figure out that Serge couldn't handle it and that DeRozan mm-hmm. couldn't really be on the floor um, for the majority of that series. And I think Nurse is a guy, and we saw it even a little bit in that Charlotte game. I know it's just one game. but um, he, It's also he, Charlotte. It's also Charlotte. It's also <laughs> Charlotte. I know. Um, but their length was bothering Lowry, which is something I've been worried about all year with big guards like Brogdon or, you know, they still have George Hill there. But um, the Bucks or, or, or yeah, or yeah, or the, the Bucks in general or like a guy like Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. Um, he bothers both Fred and Kyle. Um, cause he's a big guy. You bothers know, is a nice way to put it. Yeah. Bothers is a nice way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> makes them play bad is, is, is a less, yeah, less yeah. one. Um, but I totally lost my train of thought. Kelsa says very mean oh, things oh. about their families. What? Marcus smart. Marcus smart yeah, seems yeah. like a mean dude. He's a bit of a bully. Yeah. Let's, let's call yeah. it. Let's, let, let, let's say that's what that is. Bit of a mean guy. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know where the I length. was. You were worried about the, the length. length. Some about the length. And who isn't? Yeah, fair. You know. <laughs> um, okay. Well, yeah. Since I don't know where I was going, anyways, I feel like if it's. Wait, what's this? This is just you looking at a thought bubble. <laughs> oh, that's. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. That feels great. Um, okay. Wait, wait. I'm the coffer here. Okay. No, we're both sick. Uh, Graham, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start this, this, uh, meandering question I got off with you. Um, there's been, there's been a mm-hmm. lot of extra Raptors content, uh, in the, in the past, in the past while. Uh, and I think 
the Raptors are really, really good. So we're getting a lot of attention. And obviously you haven't seen all of this. But, um, oh wait, sorry, I got to go back to the point. I just got it. <laughs> Listen, this, this is my pod. I'm doing it. Okay, we're, we're playing against Charlotte. And he didn't, bring in, he didn't bring in Kyle. And he had point Pascal. And I think that that's something Casey would never do. Okay, sorry. Right. That's that's feel better. Yeah, feel I feel bad? better. I feel better. I'm back. Uh, okay. Tons of Man, additional you really know your stuff. What's that? Man, you really know your stuff. I know. I, I know my stuff, and <laughs> and sometimes it takes me a while to get there, but yeah, I do. It's floating around somewhere in my brain, you know. Um, okay. Additional Raptors content. Uh, Graham, I want you to rank these, even if you haven't seen them or heard them all. So we got uh, one through six. We got. Uh, Kawhi having a Canadian baby, um, mm-hmm. Kyle doing the green room, uh, Nurse doing the watch pod, Serge having Kawhi on How Hungry, uh, Gasol doing the green room, and Gasol doing How Hungry with Pal. So rank those one through six. Got it. You ready? Yep. Kawhi's baby number one. Okay. <laughs> Because this is a uh, a sure sign that he's going to resign. Yep. Because he doesn't want maybe he doesn't want like a, a foreign baby. What's you know Kawhi's what I mean? He, baby? He's got to keep it. So Kawhi I missed this. Okay, Kawhi completely. Kawhi just had his second baby mm-hmm. at Mount Sinai. <gasps> the baby's born in Canada. Therefore, the baby's automatically Canadian. Did this just happened. This happened like two days ago. Yeah. It didn't just happen. Yeah. How oh, yeah. So Kawhi this? missed a game. So. Miss he missed this? a game a little while ago for personal, personal reasons. reasons. Yes, That's why. Which, yeah. A baby's pretty personal. So number one, I uh, I totally agree. Damn. What, what, Sorry what to interrupt yeah. you. Sorry to interrupt. I, I, uh, part of me also wonders if he just didn't know that that was a thing, that now his baby's Canadian. <laughs> oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure he didn't know. And he probably doesn't care, but I do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's, that's pretty good. Um my friend is from the South. He's from uh, Tennessee and he used to live in New York and he moved back when his wife, his, him and his wife uh, flew back to Tennessee to have their kid in the South because they didn't want to have their kid in the North. And like, that's quite didn't wow. care at all. So no. quite cares, quite cares. So I, okay. I or, or he doesn't know, <laughs> but I think that's big. Um, uh, I think the being on uh, on on how hungry is 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 big because it it shows that uh, that Serge is not intimidated by by uh, Gasol coming in and taking his starting minutes and okay. the willingness to uh, be a good teammate. I like it parts. reinforcing the camaraderie. Camaraderie, and then his brother was there as like a little buffer. Double you know? camaraderie. Pal looks real old, by the way. He looks like he's forty six. Pal is like yeah. Pal is like definitely like like tipping his hat as as he sails away from the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I thought that was nice. It was a nice gesture, and you could tell that they sort of were feeling each other out a bit. But you know, they seem to get along. They're both like nice, smart guys, and they have a history, which is good. Yeah, I didn't realize that they both played in Spain together. Um. I yeah, and we, we also the uh, how hungry is, is number three just because it tricked me, and I was <laughs> I, I I like went walked around the house 
because the, I thought the link didn't work, and I, I, I was, I, I asked my roommate what, what, what I needed to buy off of Amazon to make our internet work better, like an internet booster, but it was just an April Fool's prank. Yeah, and um, and I, and I haven't been April Fool's pranked in a while, and I bet you dollars to donuts, I didn't think that uh, Serge Ibaka <laughs> was going to be the one to do it, and he did it to me. So good for yeah. him. Serge has uh, been rocking it on social media. Go ahead. Oh no, just Serge has been rocking it on social media. Oh man, you got me. And then uh, Nurse being on the Woj podcast, um, a couple of things I took away from that podcast. One, um, coaching in professional basketball coaching is a lot like comedy. He was like, uh, yeah, I was just uh, trying. I was stuck over in Europe and uh, just trying to break into the American scene and. So I, I kept like hanging out at like summer league, just hanging out. I'd fly there and just try and like, you know, meet people and just watch games and bump into people. And like, it's like trying to get on like a good bar show. Yeah. And uh, they were talking a lot of shop on that. Yeah. I just, I thought that's so, so fascinating that that's like one of the strategies. And then uh, also what's completely bonkers is he got his first uh, North American coaching gig because he created a team. He I thought that was pretty a, cool, a too. D-League team. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you already got a hockey team. Uh, why don't you bring a D-League uh, team here, too? Yeah. And the guy was like, sure. And he's like, okay, uh, let me call uh, a team. It, it was it was strange and amazing, yeah. I think that, like, of course you're going to hire this guy. If some, if you're like, well, let's see if Nick Nurse should be our NBA coach. And he comes in and he's like, well, how'd you get your first start? How'd you get your first uh, D-League team uh, start? Well, I... Uh, I just completely created a team, and then they just so I could be the coach for it. It's like I've never heard of that before. He just yeah. called a bunch of people until they made a team because there was an empty stadium. He found out. Yeah, he drove up to a stadium and then like 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 couldn't get in the front doors and called someone and was like, "They need a team here." You guys have a, a, a basketball team? They're like, "No, do I want one?" They're like, "Yeah." He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> "Yeah, that's legit." What happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he called. Then he called the D League. Was like, "Do you guys want a, a, a team there?" And they're like, "Yeah." He's <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> Done. Anyway, uh, also, I think that Nick Nurse is a, an example of how not, they have just Toronto builds, has organizational depth, and they have patience in building that talent, whether it's, you know, Spicy P or, or, uh, or the, uh, uh, Van Fleet or whoever. Like, they, they, they will take the time. And, 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 and take a late-round draft pick and mold them into something good. And that's exactly what they did, not only with players, but with, like, Nick Nurse. Like, guys in there six years, you know, smart guy. I don't know. I, I was listening to that podcast. I was really proud of him. I like that guy. Yeah, it's, uh, he, he definitely has, like, a pretty serious coach's journey. And, uh, yeah, he was like he was like listing the beginning of the podcast. He just used is like a minute long, two minutes long of him just listing weird teams he coached for. I know, and half of them sound made up. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, I, I, I was in the Hamilton yeah, yeah. Honey Badgers. Yeah, yeah, they're all bonkers. Anyway, uh, yeah, what, I like do, that what do you got one. left here? And then uh, Gasol uh, on the green room, and then Kyle on the green room. I didn't listen to either or, or watch either, so I don't really know much about them. That's why they went fifth and sixth. I just like that there. Uh, there's chemistry. I like the chemistry. That's fair, and uh, you know, I think you did pretty good. It seems like you 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 knew or watched you know four of the six of these, and that's that's part of the point. There's a lot of Raptors content right now. I'm actually half. I have a lot of time. I have a lot of time. <laughs> okay, so do I. Kids. 
So do I, and I still haven't gotten through all this. You, you, you got, you got, you got a, a fiance. I do. You know. That's right. I'm getting married. Um, I just was waiting all day for you to call me. Yeah, uh, and 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 we called a bit late. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was worth it. We're here now, uh, Katie. Yes. Katie, what do you what, what do you think about all this this Raptors content? I'm gonna try and remember. Yeah. the ones that you said. I can't go from last. So yeah, what, what what do you care about the least? Nick Nurse on the Welsh podcast. Really? I don't care. Did Did you listen to it? <laughs> no, but oh, I don't want God. to. Okay, Katie. No, I don't care. When you were like, he just talked for so long about like hanging out. He did do a lot of that. Desperate yeah. loser. I don't care yeah. about that. Like, like <laughs> I have a major Nick Nurse bias, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Yeah. Are you? Uh, wait. Are you like a Nick Nurse? I'm still not convinced. You're still not convinced. Okay, that's fair. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. I think he actually, like, I feel like I, he really needed to convince me this year, and I feel like I'm half convinced. The playoffs still matter. I'm a, um, a healthy quarter. Healthy quarter. Convinced. That's okay. Yeah. We were 59-win team last year. more than I thought yeah. I would be by now. So that's last. Okay. <laughs> um, the I didn't really like, I did a podcast where I reviewed the Gasols on Serge's show mm-hmm. with Sean Woodley. Yeah. Was kind of, they talked about Sagar the whole time. Oh, okay. I, I see. That's, <laughs> the best part was when they tried to trash talk Serge in Spanish. Cause they were like, I thought his cooking was going to be trash. And he's like, I can speak Spanish. Yeah. So it's like, I can speak five languages. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, I forgot. He's, this is actually pretty good. And oh. then it was like kind of anticlimactic for like what that show is. See, that's the one I haven't seen. Okay. And Sorry to blow it. No, I know I'm going to love it now because I love like, all things soccer. Okay. They yeah, talk so. about it for a long time. Yeah. And then the food, they're like, yeah, I eat this all the time. No problem. <laughs> so that was kind of, and I really, I, the, the thing I liked the best on that was when each uh, Gasol bro talked about the other style. And Pau described himself as classical and elegant. Ooh. Yes, elegant. Yeah. He said, I'm more elegant. 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 I really enjoyed that. Uh, and then My elbow jumpers are elegant, sir. To, no, just in the clothes that he wears. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> not his on-court style. Strictly off-court. Okay, yeah, I guess he's rugged on yeah. the court. And I think he was trying to imply Mark was like a, tr- like a trash can. Like, that his style is not. <laughs> but Mark's, he looks pretty good on that, on that app. He looks good. Yeah, I think, I think Mark, Mark can clean up. He's got the, like, you know, the, I just opened an IPA, like, bar beard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, that's six. Uh, I haven't watched the Kawhi. How hungry are you? How hungry are you yet? But I like that he pranked everybody. Yeah. So I'm going to pop that. This is going to get confusing. I'm going to pop that to three. Okay. <laughs> and everyone at home, I really hope you're keeping track of Please this. Please write this down because yeah. I'm not. <laughs> People are on tender hooks. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, then, then Green Room, not, oh, Kyle, Green Room. Kyle. Yeah, you know, and I, actually, I didn't throw Lynn in there. He was also in the Green Room, but like, we'll, we'll, we'll hold up, yeah. Um, oh, no. Green Room, Kyle, two. Stop. Oh, is that, is that the Katie <laughs> thing bubble? Game Room Kyle, too, because I just really liked how they were riffing with each other. And I feel like somebody, like, Lowry was really, like, due for that shine. I don't know. Yeah. He had a good time on that podcast. And Lowry was so candid. Yeah. That's the most candid I've ever heard Kyle yeah. Lowry in anything. I, exactly. The and way I, he was talking, like, uh, I could not believe that Kyle admitted that he was basically so angry with everyone that two weeks into training camp, that nurse 
got a bunch of people to like go talk to Kyle because he was mad and wouldn't practice hard. Which I like that. I know, like, no, no, but, no. Just, yeah, and yeah. And like that kind of self honesty, I'm like, oh man, we must be in a good place now. Absolutely. If you're saying that on a podcast, and he's in a good place. Yes. It's super specific, I think, to like Lowry's development this year as a yeah. player, which has been phenomenal and is something the Raptors should worry about because I think he is so valuable to any team that will that needs someone like that. Danny or Kyle? Kyle. Right. I forget yeah. what's left. Um, Tell me. You know what? No, you, 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 oh, guys, you guys both killed my weird disaster of a <laughs> the question. Baby? So. I didn't know about the baby, so I can't lie and be like, Fair. it's number one. I feel like that's extremely cool, but I'm also upset at myself. I didn't know that that happened. It's big news, but that's my brand. It's, I know, but it's Kawhi stuff, man. He he's, he's quiet. He yeah. is. He'll have a baby. You don't even know about it. That's super on brand for him. Yeah. Off brand for me. But that's where the brands <laughs> usurped each other. Uh, and I forget the other one. So I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to go. Here we go. Okay. Kawhi having the baby. Uh, number two, I'm going to say actually Kyle on the green room uh, because of what we talked about. And uh, even though it sounded boring to you, Katie, uh, the Wodge nursing was good. You say Wodge, huh? Not Woj. Woj? Wodge? Wodge. Woj. You're looking at it's me. Woj. I say Woj, but I like that <laughs> yeah. you say Woj. Woj, yeah. <laughs> Jif, Gif, Woj, Woj. Um, yeah, and uh, the the how hungry are yous? I think we're uh, sl- like I, I think the green room Gasol is my lower one. Like I I like I'm I'm listening to it right That's now. That's what I forgot. Yeah, I'm enjoying it, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the how hungry is how hungry are yous? Don't matter that much to me. But the fact that he got Kawhi on anything, I thought was kind of cool. Um, I said we talk some NBA. You guys want to talk some NBA? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> Matt. Before we do yeah. the uh, before, before you hit me with the NBA <laughs> sting. Yeah. Tell me something I don't know. About James Johnson. His nickname is Bloodsport. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, his first one out the gate. He's a professional fighter. I yes, he is. He's actually, did you know he's a second degree black belt in I karate? Did. I did. I know did. that. Do you know he's undefeated in seven MMA matches and also 20-0 and 0 in kickboxing? Um... I guess I didn't know the different sports. You guess. Yeah, but I mean, you're, not, gonna, you're not blowing you, me away. I'm going to hit you with a bunch of things right up. now. Well, who's his favorite player growing up? Uh, gotta be Mickey Mantle. Paul Pierce. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> um, next one I would say is uh, a favorite TV show. Uh, gotta be Cheers. Yeah, Luke Cage. Um, <laughs> okay, Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> um, is so... When he retires, did you know that he wants to uh, be a mentor, teach martial arts, and maybe open his own school? Um, I didn't know that. They're called dojos. Yeah, yeah. They're (laughs) they're called dojos, James and uh, Matt. Well, it could be any school because you know what his favorite subject was in school? What's that? Math. Cheers. Okay. Uh, Do you know know what his favorite sport is outside of basketball? Uh, Tennis. Uh, Wrong. Golf. Okay. Um, (laughs) No way. Is that true? That's that's true. Well, a lot of basketball players like playing golf. Is that a thing? Yeah, Uh, but he's like an MMA guy who just... I don't know. He golfs with his feet. He's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. He also he also answers the question: What's his favorite outdoor activity? Um, got to be golf. Yeah, still golf. Um, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I got it. Um, uh, you, do you know what his most unusual experience was with a fan? Um, do you know? High five, low five. I don't know. There was a girl who passed out when she touched him. 
It's pretty unusual. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Well, like, yeah, she might have just been... A, like, out of game? I think so. She got the vapors. Yeah, she got the vapes. Oh, my God. Um, was she okay? Yeah, Matt? she was okay. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, is, is that it? Are you going to end on someone passing out? Yeah. Okay, well, it was still pretty good. A plus. Can you... National, National Basketball, Basketball Association. Association. <laughs> no. Katie's not done. <laughs> You're not done? No, I'm not done. Who else would you like to know? I don't want to know anything about James Johnson. And I really hate to, like, lower the levity, but I think a big factoid you missed is that James Johnson is a domestic abuser. Yes, he was. Uh, he got off on a technicality, wasn't that it? Like his wife didn't. She didn't go yeah, to court go because to court. I think she That's was right. yeah. so threatened that she did not go to court. And a big problem yeah. I have with the Raptors is that they never, they they like never made that information public, and then they made a big stink like the next year. Mm-hmm. About this, was like, it during his time with the Raptors? Yeah, it was oh right before God. they they signed. It was right before they were aware uh, of it when they signed him and they brought him here. Right. It was the summer before he came here oh or like God. brought him back to the team. Yeah. Cause so, and then they time. made a big stink after they brought him in. Yeah. Because do you remember this year they like waved Kay Fielder from the yeah. 905? Which you wrote the article about. Yeah. And I just like, this is something that I will, I guess like, yeah, the hill I'll die on. Cause I just think if you want to be like, we want to bring in a zero tolerance policy, mm-hmm. it needs to sure. be applicable all the time. It can't be when it's like some no name guy, unfortunately like Kay fielder right. who like represents like like there's no real loss if you cut that guy from the team but like James yeah. Johnson like I don't know what like I guess it could have been messy and awkward and like weird to mention it but like be the ones who do that for the first time yeah well I think the the, the I was gonna go somewhere else um, with NBA stuff but I think this is kind of a good time to bring up the Chris Dapps Porzingis thing absolutely um, because and and you know what I should say on the pod uh, me and Matt uh, sometimes talk about the the get uh, get to know segments and when players have like very sad history, we talk about like when it is or isn't appropriate to like bring that up. Mm-hmm. But that's actually an interesting one with James Johnson because it's not just his history. Yeah. Right. Um, and also, you know, I think like podcasts and a lot of sports media has a habit of just, I guess, not having the language or not um, knowing how to deal with it or, and also being in, in, in a system that, you know, doesn't want to hear it that much. Yeah. Um, but I think with KP, what I'm fascinated for and, or, and kind of hopeful of, to be honest, um, is that the NBA um, doesn't really like operate from like a kind of like a Roger Goodell type of like attitude where it's like you're they're hiding behind Mm -hmm. uh the police Mm -hmm. and i hope that they are public about whatever their findings are and that's kind of like a part of the conversation so it's not just like oh well um he pressured his victim to um not follow through with charges and uh therefore he's innocent you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think with Derrick Rose, it, that's someone who were, you know, that's it, a pretty admittedly awful situation. And he was uh, getting praised, you know, even on stuff like the he's low post. He's just like rewritten the narrative for himself. Like he's done this really, yeah. he did this Kobe thing where he like rewrote the narrative of like the survivor narrative, but he inverted it. So he's like, no, I'm the survivor in this situation. And like so many people are like fanboys of Rose as much as they are Kobe that they're willing to like, they're like, this is acceptable. This stands to me. Like this Mm. guy's been, he's like been hard done by like we've done wrong by him. Right. But which like, it's always always been bonkers to me that like the, when the me too stuff was 
really surging, you know, six, eight months ago, a year ago. And then no athlete got mm-hmm. taken down. Because, like, we, we all knew who yeah. the, you know, the abusers were in entertainment. But they, we kind of glossed over it. And then everyone was like, no, this is wrong. And then they got taken down. And then, like, people like Ben Roethlisberger or That's Derek right. Rose or whoever, everyone was just like, yeah, well... They're good. Still. Yeah, sports like, I don't is like. A, Why, well, I think they Rose, have a contract. I no, I think Rose has um like an ongoing like I'm I'm writing a very longer thing about this, but Rose has an ongoing um, criminal investigation pending. So, oh, like there, it's not closed. But I didn't he, know that. He I was thought... pardoned in civil court, and what? Like, oh, okay, so and that's where never... the whole autograph thing took place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's not done for him. Oh, okay. It doesn't look like it will end in a way that's like, right. you know, I don't know what will happen to him. I mean, he also is like releasing his movie that he's made himself about himself later this mm-hmm. month about like what a hard time. Oh, that's had. true. Oh, he is doing that. So, but but to to Graham's point, wow. I, I was talking with my uh, friend of the show, Adam Christie, about, yeah, like why sports are this like extra like unpenetrated unpenetrable force when it comes to something like, like a, like a me too movement that was so powerful. And, and yeah, you would just like, you know, by the numbers, like there has to be so many athletes, um, -hmm. that are, are, are abusers or are serial abusers or have been abused. Mm -hmm. And I think, or, or, or we, we already know who they are and they're still not getting taken down Mm because they got multi-million dollar contracts and there's no legal legal way to do it because they've you know uh, gave the victims a bunch of money or whatever but like like i i am like i'm not gonna sit here and go well you know there's they're all like like people i don't like this fault this narrative that like athletes are half of them are rapists or something like that i just don't right you know what and if i came across like that i should actually walk that back yeah anyway Anyway, I just I think, uh, like, I think the scumbags are out there, and yeah. should, we should we I shouldn't buy like, their jerseys, and they should be kicked <laughs> off the team. I agree with you. I think I think the di- most difficult thing is like what we were saying is like when the dominoes start to fall, it's it's going to be people that we hold very close to our hearts as well as people that we've always like maybe known about. Mm-hmm. But I think that mm-hmm. the, the most difficult thing in sports is like when people divorce themselves from their fandom of someone and like how close they hold that fandom versus how close they hold the value of like that someone that's been hurt by that person, right. Like a relative stranger. Yeah. And I think, you know, there isn't really a clear way to navigate this yet. It's super messy. Like it's super awkward. Yeah. And like, we haven't got there yet, but the only way to get there is going to be like consistent work and like applying these same standards across the board, regardless of if it's like a Derek Rose or like a K field or like, yeah. it, it has to be uniform or else like, uh, like, um, a zero tolerance policy doesn't mean anything. Well, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, just, just because uh, I, I was going to talk about the defensive player of the year. We can get to that. No, no, we, no, we can. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm enjoying this conversation. Yeah, and I think important. that, um, you know, I, I, it's not, it's not kind of like sexual harassment and abuse, but I've been pretty disappointed with a lot of the narrative I've seen around uh, Russell Westbrook and, and his, his outburst. Um, and I think that it's really playing into like the, some, some harmful racial stereotypes that have, that have plagued the NBA about rambunctious black athletes. And can and you, can you so, so, so yeah, just to recap uh, people who are listening, some Utah jazz fans like hurled like racial slurs at Russell. And he not only like yelled back at them, 
but he also like made threats at them. Okay. Um, so he was fined, right? Which I guess is appropriate. But I feel like a lot of the talking heads, like Ringer, and just things I listen to, the, the it seems like the takeaway is like, wow, that Russell Westbrook is wild, eh? And it's like, oh. no, 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 no. The takeaway is that, like, there's a bunch of franchises that need to kind of like get their shit in order and yeah. tell people, like, you can scream like you fucking suck and like you're the worst basketball oh, yeah. player I've ever seen. You can scream Guy pretty. going off on Tavares yesterday. Oh, Holy man, you, you can scream some awful stuff. <laughs> like, but yeah, like when, when it gets into like uh, racial territory, I mean, like we just ha happened with, uh, with Boogie Cousins in the Celtics too. Mm -hmm. He claims that, um, you know, uh, the N word was, was yelled at him. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Celtics are like looking into it and have only banned the guy for like two years. Um, sorry. I don't know where I was going with this, I, but I think that there's, a, there's, there's, that you, you look like you can, you all, he also threatened to beat up the guy's wife, like to hit a lady. Yeah, he did. Like, he I, did I, like, like, own like, up to that after. There's like a like, certain, you, you, you can, you can, you can say shit back, but you can't, there's, there's a line and it's hot. I agree. I don't know. I you're, think you're, like, you can, you, 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 your knee jerk reaction should not be to be like, well, I'll knock out your wife. You know, like, it's like, they're both bad. Everything's bad. Yeah, like, that wasn't, like, the <laughs> best, know? like, response from Westbrook. But what of Westbrook, I will say, like, of all the players to, like, stack that, like, he's out of control. Like, Westbrook is actually one of the most measured and controlled players there are in the league. Like, I know he has such a bad reputation of being this, like, I don't know why, but everyone, like, hates him. I don't know if it's, like, I think because it's of what, The way he like, talks to the media, I think, is a big part of it. I guess so. But, like, he's also, like, I don't think... He's as rude or like as disrespectful as some other players we've mm -hmm. seen where like there is that expectation or like of how they speak to the media. Right. But he's always in control of like his image and how he comes across and like the amount of times he has not said anything or like remains quiet, I think has gotten him in trouble too. Like they're like, oh, he's he's too like he's a snobby player. Right. You know, because of how he carries himself. So I found that like especially problematic because like the one guy who finally just like has like a human moment. It snaps and is like, because they were shouting, like, get down on your knees like you're used to or something like that. Right. right? Oh. Like, that was like the claim of what? It was an ugly situation. And I think. And worse, like, and worse. But, and like, people vetted it that were also yeah. in that section. Um, and he was just like hit a point where he's like, look, I don't have to stand for this. Like, I think there's like a real, it's like, um, the amount of privilege that people get when like you buy a ticket to a game, like it doesn't entitle you to like scream well, and obscenities at someone. I think no. it also highlights what the NBA has. Is yeah, but you don't, you don't, but you, you do, I agree with what you're saying, but the, you can't say I'm going to beat up your wife like he didn't say i know hand. what you're saying like and i agree with you like i think there was a moment where he like rightfully was just like got carried away but mm -hmm. if you're gonna allow someone one moment i'm like i'm the last person to say this and later he did he was just like i would never hit a woman like right. i'm sorry like i just like it she was saying things to me too and like he i think he did admit he was like it like i took it too far but like you can't talk about me and my family that way yeah I, I think why i brought this up too is like it's protocols and and how the nba is going to handle like new stuff like this mm -hmm. because you even have DeRozan in love coming out last year kind of just being like open about their mental health mm -hmm. stuff and at the raptors game there was like there was a whole new like mlse like leafs raptors um like you know toronto rock even thing about like all the kind of the sports media people talking about like zero tolerancy about like you know that that kind of like bigot like bigot laced 
commenting. And, and I feel like with the NBA, it is a fragile thing. Fans are very close. And when, when, yeah, the NBA is terrified when, when Russell is like yelling at someone because they're going right back to malice at the palace in their head. Mm -hmm. And they're going right back to like, oh my God, if America sees Russell Westbrook grab some guy and start beating the crap out of him, we're in huge, huge, huge mm -hmm. trouble. And I, I guess, you know, uh, we went a bunch of places in this conversation, <laughs> but I'll say that um, I am somewhat confident in, in Adam Silver. And I think that a lot of these instances that are like bubbling uh, kind of on the surface, whether it's in a stadium or or whether it's like a Chris Tapp's Porzingis scenario, I think that he's the type of person who understands they're not going to be a one-off mm -hmm. and he, he wants to deal with it in a measured and, and serious mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's my takeaway. But, but I feel like both you guys have a lot of thoughts on this too. So I don't want to cut either of you off. Graham or Katie. Uh, I have a question you for you guys. About yeah. <laughs> sure. But you go, you go ahead, Katie. You, you like, you had something no, I mean, I would just like to, like, I want to talk about Porzingis too, but to your point, just like Silver, it it is hurting to, to see that he's like willing to kind of like fuck up a bit and like misstep, but like yeah. in an attempt to acknowledge what's happening because it's better than just like not acknowledging it at I all. I mean, he, he fought the bathroom bill. Yeah. Like, I don't remember yeah. a a corporate entity ever ever doing something like that. Absolutely. It was and insane. Like, and it was very impactful. You could argue it's like, you know, the notoriety and the publicity that would be around that specific. Well, no, I, that's a part thing, of it too. Cause like, it's like the all-star game. Like that's a different market than like the regular everyday, like kind of NBA oh, fan market. Right. Like he had more power in that scenario. He was going to get more notoriety and attention oh, yes, for yeah. like coming down on that, which that's it true. was the right choice. But like, these are the gray areas where it's like when you yeah. don't have like, I'm not saying there should be like, it's not black and white and there isn't a blanket response so it's got to be nuanced and it has to be measured but that's like a difficulty that like any large corporation has right and like throw that into like the guys who are playing this game like it's their livelihood like it's their whole lives you know so you have to take them into account too and like keep them safe and i know people are very like bitter or because they're like these guys make like millions of dollars like do they deserve it and it's like yeah absolutely like that's a really messed up way to look at it right like to monetize like value like just because they get paid so much I get to like be terrible to them. Right. And I just, I always feel like the simplest way is to just equate it to your own job. <laughs> like yeah. if you were at work and someone came in and did that to you, what would your expectations be? Like you wouldn't expect that to happen. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sports, mm -hmm. sports. It doesn't have to be so complicated. Like at right. some levels it does, but like at some levels it's like, just be decent. Like, and uh, yeah, I think, you know, for the people who do cross that decency line, like that's why we have to have, you know, these sorts of things in place. Mm -hmm. um, th these types of things where it's like, okay, are you going to, are you going to yell? All mm -hmm. right. Well, there's, and I think they did right. They like yell. banned that guy. But yeah. Like, that, the, so well, that's good. They were all banned for life. And Russell, I, th I don't know what the fine was, but the NBA took the threats seriously. Like they find it was a big fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but sorry, Graham, what was your KP question? So, um, do you think that Dallas knew about this accusation yeah, before the trade? I do because look at like it's Mark Cuban. Like I absolutely do. Like I don't know if that's like jumping to conclusions. But no, but like, this is that guy has like the worst track is, record. Do you think that because do you think that because it's Mark Cuban? Um, he, he would be Marky would be more diligent 
about not having that there because he already has that scarlet letter um, of the past harassment issues in Dallas. He doesn't want any more. Or you think that that means that he's more lenient. He doesn't care. He's like, ah, it's just a bunch of frauds. Who cares? Bring in the guy. Yeah. Like, I think you want to think he'd be more careful, but like, I don't want to be He's a businessman. Like that wouldn't he have to be like, isn't he a smart businessman? No, I don't. I'm not actually convinced he's that smart of a businessman. I think he's like a emboldened CEO who's gotten away with a lot for a long time and like made a pretty good profit off of it. I think, not to be like conspiracy theory, but I do think there's some weird timing to look at with like that trade yeah. with like Porzingis. It was like, there was like a rumor, like maybe he wants to be eligible to be traded. And then within like minutes, he was like, maybe it's going to be, uh, maybe I'm going to go to the maps. And then it's like, okay, I'm going. And then it came out like after those allegations came out, then it came out that like they knew all along but they were still willing to like take him right away. So, I mean, I have to wonder like, was that contract shopped around? If it was, were other teams like, did other franchises know about what was going on with him? But what about and the was Knicks? Cuban the one that was like, did the Knicks know? The Knicks knew because the NYPD was involved. Right. At that point. So I'm just wondering, was Cuban like, send like send him here. <laughs> I don't know. Like I would hope and want him to be more careful, but I don't actually think, I think like there was like a, maybe it was ESPN, but there was like a big feature on Cuban after all that stuff happened. And it was like, look, we've hired like a female, like a assistant coach. Look at all these that, yeah. things we're trying to do in our organization. And it was kind of like a fluff piece yeah. because what's really happened since then? Nothing. Like, and then this happened. So I don't, I guess I'm not convinced and I am a skeptic in, in these kinds of cases, but I, I'm not convinced that Cuban like would make the right decision in that case. I think he saw an asset in Porzingis that potentially was going to go to like, you know, not even the highest bidder at that point, maybe just like mm. a medium bidder. And uh, like he took the opportunity. It definitely does kind of like cloud that trade and the reasoning mm-hmm. around it. I think for both franchises, mm-hmm. um, Graham, do you, do you have like a, like a instinct? Like, do you, do you think that like in asking that question, do you think that Cuban knew? Um, I, I think that there's a possibility, like, I don't know shit, first of all, but I think that my instinct was like, oh, he's a businessman. He would not, he's trying to shy away as much as possible, um, and get, remove himself from that sort of, uh, controversy because he's already been through it. You, you don't want to court it any more than you been like, that's, that's the one thing in society right now that if you get painted with, you're screwed. And so if you did know about it, my thinking is that he, he, he knows that it's not uh, serious in the, like he, he's, he thinks that either it's, it's not, um, he's not going to be charged or, or um, he, or he didn't know. But maybe, maybe he, maybe he just doesn't care, and he's like, ah, uh, or yeah. he thinks he's going to get away I'm a with it. Teflon man, because I'm rich. <laughs> it did come out that they told Dallas before the trade happened. They must right? have had. They, they did right? say they that. Did, yeah. They absolutely. So you're saying, like, did he know, like, way he before? Knew. Yeah, it's been like a year, right? He knew before. He like said, yeah, we'll take this. Guy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, so maybe, maybe he knows something more about the case than than the media. Uh, maybe, knows. but he, I would he, also he, say he like, that it's not going to be a problem for Cuban he did that did come down on him once but he 
has he been like has he felt the like adverse effects of it he hasn't he's he, still he, su- in, he survived it for sure he's, he still has his job like yeah. he didn't yeah. he kind of had to be a bit like oh i did some mistakes and had to like be a bit sad in some interviews mm-hmm. but otherwise like he hasn't really felt the negative effects of something like that mm-hmm. personally yeah so i guess i would argue that has he learned well, I mean, yeah. I guess we'll see yeah, in like yeah. the most like negative foreshadowing I could <laughs> ever imagine doing. Um, okay, wait, let's, uh, let's, yeah, I, I feel like we, we, we I just we, want to say that thanks, deep, thanks for sorry. like getting real. I feel like it's yeah. a rare opportunity and it doesn't yeah. really Katie, thanks for getting real. Happen. Graham, thanks yeah. for getting real. Yeah. No, thank you. Like, um, it's, it's I'm not good. wearing any pants. Okay. Um, it's super okay. real. Now. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Super real. Um, I've been wearing a toque this whole time. And guess what? I got a hot head. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but uh, okay. You know what? Let's just, uh, let's rifle through some of these NBA questions. Right. Um, I feel, I feel like, uh, I feel like we'll be able to get through it pretty quickly. Um, Katie, who's your defensive player of the year? Do you have one? No, <laughs> no, I haven't even thought of this. Mm-hmm. I'll deflect this question. My, mine's Go Bear. Do you do you do you have Go Bear as well, Graham? That's interesting. Um, I I I do. Well, my initial pick was James Harden, but uh, I think I'll have yeah. to go with Go Bear. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, Go Bear. Yeah, I feel I feel, yeah. Well, he's uh, you know he's on the best uh, no, he, he's on the second best def- uh, defensive team in the league. How often do I think uh, of Go Bear? Not often. I know. I think about him when I'm Not thinking about this. Enough. When this when I'm thinking about this award, I'm like, man, right who, <laughs> who won last year? Huh? Him. Cheers. Um, okay. <laughs> well, uh, who's doing good this year? It's well, just too bad about Paul that he got yeah, hurt or his really shoulders is. all wonky or whatever's going on. I know. He was like PG. having one of the best seasons ever until three weeks ago or and, whatever, four and, weeks ago. Okay, see, like with him struggling, is still in fifth on D. So I was kind of thinking about him, but I'm like, no, I think I think I got to give it to go, uh, to go bear. Um, okay, Graham, just moving on mm-hmm. here. What is the, uh, the weirdest storyline of the year uh, in your mind? Uh, the weirdest storyline of the year to me is um, that LeBron's not going to be in the playoffs. I think that's so weird. I think that, like, they were going to be in the playoffs, and then LeBron tried to trade the whole team, yeah. all of his team, all of his new teammates, all of his <laughs> locker room pals. I know. Like, it. it was insane. Every single one. And then it didn't work, and everyone saw it, and that's, everything was completely public. And they got trolled by the Pelicans, and then <laughs> now their season stinks. Yeah, and he's not going. He's like one of the top two players in the world, and he's not going to make the playoffs, which is crazy. That's going to hurt his legacy. I feel. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see how it like affects his like long term legacy. I think that is going to be dependent on how much he can salvage in the next couple of years with LA, but. That has to be the totally. That's to be. The, it's like I think the whole Jordan comparison. Like it's just such a. I'm one of these people that's like, yeah, after we won the last championship, I'm like, maybe, maybe it's better than Jordan, you know. And then it's like, Jordan would have never missed the playoffs. 
Yeah. Jordan would never miss the playoffs. He'd just leave everyone and go play baseball. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's weird that anyone expected the Lakers to make the playoffs. Okay, but I have to say, I had fully convinced myself. I thought they were fourth in the Uh -uh. the West. I really Uh -uh. did. Uh -uh. I thought Ingram was going to have an explosive year. Listen, I was straight up wrong. No. (laughs) Um, I I know, but like, it's not enough. And I think this was like a real reality check for everyone. And I don't think LeBron's suffering. I think he's like, he knew what he was getting into going to that franchise. It's a rebuild situation. Even if you have most beautiful JaVale McGee on your team, you're not going to the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. But I think he knew it. I don't think... I thought they were. I mean, I don't know what to say. And I I love that he tried to trade... JaVale McGee. I love that he tried to trade the whole team away for like one man and not... And that they were like, yeah, all those guys and then your entire future for the next five years. It was so good. (laughs) Um, I guess that that's probably the weirdest and most like impactful storyline but did you have another weird one, Katie? No, just that. Like, I loved it. I love the Lakers, like Anthony Davis, uh, back and forth. And I love that everyone was like, hated LeBron in equal parts because they were like, you you demanded this trade. And then they were like, you messed up the trade for being too involved. It's like, you got to pick a side. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you feel that way, you got to pick a side. And again, like, I don't like... I don't think it's going to hurt him whatsoever. And I think uh, AD is going to end up on a good team this summer. Fair enough. Um, My favorite part of that was that uh, um, their owner was like the owner of the Saints uh, and she didn't really care. She was just like, wait, is this guy on contract for a whole nother year? You know, they share like medical staff. Yeah. It's so fucked up. Yeah. She was like, wait a second. (laughs) I have this player for another year and you're trying to tell me that this guy LeBron is forcing a trade. Yeah. I I don't understand. No. Um, My weird story yeah. is uh, <laughs> is is way less impactful than this, but it's basically Splash Mountain. Like, Brooke Lopez hitting all these threes <laughs> still blows my mind every time I watch a Bucks game. True Encino Man. <laughs> yeah, he's, he looks like Encino Man, and he's draining threes, like step-back threes. And this is like Brooke Lopez of, of, of the Nets. Let's see Encino Renaissance. <laughs> Wait, are you saying what to him looking like Encino Man or what to him draining threes? I'm going to watch him tomorrow. I'm very excited. I'm going to see the Raptors play the Nets. Oh, the last time I saw oh, no, that he's, game, he's they not in the Nets anymore. Creamed us. <laughs> oh yeah, the Nets oh, yeah, did cream us. Now, now he's good. Now he's two he, the box. Okay, he, yeah. he's their stretch center. Um, okay, I'm uh, I, I'm going to do a quiz. Are you guys ready for a quiz or I what? Hope so. Okay, it might be really short. Um, We'll see. Uh, Katie or Graham, do you want to go first? It's a general NBA knowledge quiz. I don't like quizzes. I get too stressed out. (laughs) But you could, whatever. (laughs) All right, Graham. You want to go first? Graham, you're going to go first. Thanks, Graham. So here's how it works. No worries. Took the hit. (laughs) I pick. I'm just, I just, I just, I fully accepted that I'm dumb. So (laughs) nothing bothers me anymore. I just want to say this quiz is kind of hard, but I believe in both of you. Okay. No, it's okay. There's like, there's different scales. Here's how it works. Matt, you're going to love this. Don't punish them. Okay. I'm not going to punish anybody. We were, we just laid our our emotions. I know. I know. On the line. That's what this is like. Oh my God. So, uh, I, I pick an NBA team. Uh, you tell me how many players you can name from that, uh, team. And, uh, you go until you get one wrong. Um, so Graham, you ready? No, I'm scared. <laughs> How many players do you think you can name on the New York Knicks? 
Oh, fuck. It's uh, true. So I know, I know. Uh, First, you have to predict how many think you can name. So if you're like, oh my God, sorry, two, then that's okay. But you just got to. I have to say how many I can. I, let me, I don't know. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., Jordan. Um, yep. Uh, uh, that. French guy who sucks. Uh, <laughs> um, oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah, I don't know who you're talking Frankie about. Frankie smokes. <laughs> right and uh, and uh, Frankie Nick, Nick, um, Natilka. Natilka is that how you say? It? Yeah. Okay. Frankie smokes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's yeah. That are you capping out at too? Knox. Knox. Knox and nice. The, the two the two guys they got uh, for Przingis. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then that French guy who sucks. Honestly, that's not bad for the Knicks. <laughs> that's pretty good. New York. Um, <laughs> Katie, you ready for the same question? Well, it's going to be a different team. Oh, <laughs> it's like because I was ready. No, I don't like this game. But okay, Are you gonna do it? <laughs> let's try. Okay. How many players can you name on the Atlanta Hawks? <laughs> oh, it's rough. Terry Rozier. Um, Terry Rozier, Boston Celtics, <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> uh, game over. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's short. Um, yeah. Who's their sensation rookie? Rookie guy. Not my guy. He's balding, but no one talks about it. Okay. Thank you, Graham. What is what? Mm-hmm. His do is really strange. I got to say. I can't believe he slapped he me with the He has Raphael Nadell hair. I can't believe he slapped me with the hawk. Trey Young. Oh, fuck. You don't know Kevin Herter, <laughs> Dwayne Dedman. Oh, I do know Dedman. I Torian his, Prince. I tracked Torian's vacations too. I should have known this. There you go. Um, okay, <laughs> yeah. Matt, you want, sure. you want to hit up some quickish questions or what? Yeah. All right. First, Terry Rozier. I know, Terry Rozier. <laughs> Listen, sometimes the games are short. I was, I was being real. Um, Matt, yes. t- tell me something I don't know. Oh, wait a second. Here we go. Tell me something I don't know. About Mufuzi, Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, yeah. Um, this is probably going to be tough. I feel like you know a lot about Serge. I do, yeah. Like, you know, he has 17 siblings. 17! I didn't know the number was 17. 17 siblings. Matt, you're off to a good Whoa. start. That's big. That's wild. Mr. Ibaka has quite the seed. Yeah, <laughs> powerful seed. I know that is so wild. Uh, it's he, not his. Yeah, oh, no, it's no. But it's, like, it's, it's within him though. You know? like, <laughs> him, all of the What's siblings have dance? seed. Yeah, there's a gross dance. Yeah, sorry, I did, I did do like a shimmy of sorts. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, he was the first player from Congo to be drafted. You know that? Really? Yeah. By uh, the Seattle SuperSonics. Okay. Um, sorry, that's blowing me away because. Is Dikembe Mutombo not from the Congo? Was but, he drafted? But yeah, maybe he wasn't drafted. Maybe he just came into the league in some other way. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know he had a daughter when he was a teenager and didn't know until like 2013? I did. I watched you the Surge that? doc, yeah. There's a Surge doc? You better believe there's a Surge oh, doc. Oh, Surge alert. Yeah, Surge, surge alert. alert. It's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, so you know that he he like lived on the streets when he was 12? Yeah, in Brazza. Oh my God. Um, do you know about the Ibaka Games? No. So he created something called the Ibaka Games in Congo so that basketball players there could get some uh, visibility from scouts and get proper training okay. and stuff like that. So that's one of the things he does back home. And yeah, I guess he's seen as a 
a real hero there, not only just because of him being able to leave and accomplish what he did, but because he always comes back and helps it a lot. Did you know that? He probably caught it in the dock. Uh, I caught I caught a lot <laughs> of Did they like, say that his favorite movie was Scarface in the dock? No. Cheers. <laughs> oh my god, I just like cough flash. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Katie, uh, Graham. 17 siblings. Yeah. I'm an Matt, only child. Yes. It's been a pod, and we've made it to the quickish questions. Wow. Um, these questions are going to be dumb. They're going to be light. They're going to be fast. Uh, uh, hopefully, I'll, <laughs> I'll read them with some form of clarity. Um, your only job is to answer these questions as fast as you can. No umming or awing. Can't phone a friend. I feel like I'm always back in high school doing a math exam. Matt, when doing these. you're in exam mode. Would you hit me with the uh, who wants to be a millionaire sound? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> or exactly whatever it that. is. Okay. And it's closed. Okay. <laughs> Regis Philman. Here I am. <laughs> Katie, it's coming from Peter. Actually, I'm, you know, I'm going to speed this up. I'm not even going to list the names. Um, question number one. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I literally, I literally was looking at the wrong thing. Holy shnikes. Okay, you know what? Matt, you gotta stall for me for a second. This is Adam Silver. <laughs> okay, I, that, that sound <laughs> Is that, is that help. keeping you focused for quickest questions? It actually is, and I'm back to the question. Nice. Here we go. Okay, Katie, sorry. First question. Which bench player is going to be the first to bail our ass out of a playoff game? Slim Duck. Who? Slim Duck. Chris. Slim. Chris. Oh, is that his Boucher? nickname? Boucher? Yeah, Chris Boucher. Slim Duck. That's his nickname. Slim Duck? Yeah. That's wow. a good nickname. Um, <laughs> Matt. Um, Kawhi has probably never experienced the majestic rebirth that is spring following a long cold winter. Are we underestimating the impact this may have on him? Absolutely. You have to make it to the finals for that to happen. I've been waiting for that to happen every year for the American players to finally see what, it, what uh, Toronto summer is like, yes. but they never make it that far. Cool. Like Kyle has no idea what it's like here. Probably. You're right. And there, I mean, I don't live there anymore because it's too cold. <laughs> okay, Matt. <laughs> sure. Me? Well, you know, same question. Okay. Oh, same question. I yeah. think that. I think every day from here on out, he's going to notice the change, and when it does hit May first, and hopefully we're still in the playoffs, he's definitely going to want to stay here. And because, as we just saw in the news, the uh, uh, Canada's heating up t twice as fast as the rest of the world, isn't it? Yes. And you can't travel with a newborn. And you can't travel with a newborn. Wow, okay. You're stuck. That's a factor. All right, Graham, if you played in the NBA, would you choose shoes that match your uniform, or would you violently contrast? Shoes that match. I think they look so ugly when they don't. And I hate, I hate it. just looks stupid. Okay. Trying to be an individual. You're part of a team. You look like crap. Okay. <laughs> Katie, would you, how would you celebrate if you hit like a Lance style, like wild shot in the NBA? Would you, would it be like a shimmy dance? 
Would you oh, like? I would would, do you, would like you do a, a quick jig? I already know. I would do the Buddy Healed move where I did a crazy lap around the court and then taunted my teammates to chase me and then started hurtling over cameramen's uh, wires. And if you haven't seen that clip, you should look it up. I haven't, and that's it incredible. This year, I love Buddy. Okay, Matt. Quite simply, what's your best hot take from this season? My best hot take? Did I stutter? (laughs) (laughs) I probably did. Um, Geez, I think, uh, I I mean, I really like following the the mayhem that was the Lakers this year. I think, um, you know, LeBron getting traded in the summer. That's probably my best hot take. Wow, that's pretty hot. (laughs) Okay, Graham, LeBron is filming Space Jam 2 this summer. What else should yeah. he do with the ex- with his uh, with his extended summer break? What else should he do? Yep. Um, I think that I think that he should just. Uh, I think he should do find some surgery to help uh, <laughs> cover up the scars on his head from his hair surgery. So double up. <laughs> Double up. Yeah. Okay. Fair. He he, he spends a million dollars a year on his body, but no one ever talks about the the million dollar year he spends on like hair plugs. You want more people to talk about Trey Young's hair, (laughs) LeBron's hair. That's, that'd be a good one. Trey Young. Look, I, I like the kid. And if I had his, if I had his hair, I would do the same thing he's doing. But you want Trey Young has like, he will not, his hair will not survive his rookie contract. I agree. Katie, you will be uh, one half of the. Uh, sorry, you will be one half of the color commentators. <laughs> so sorry for the playoffs. Sorry, no. I, 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 oh the U God. was capitalized uh, in this question. <laughs> okay, let me try that again. Katie, I'm just not going to say the capital part. Katie, you will be one half of the color commentators for the playoffs. Who's your preferred partner to call the game? Jack. Jack, oh, <laughs> you can choose anyone. You're, you're like you're going with Jack or oh, Doris. Um, okay, Matt. <laughs> most likely, uh, sorry, oh. most likely to least likely in the next twelve months. Siakam is a uh, top three MVP uh, candidate. Knicks get Irving and Durant. Hawks get Zion. Likely one to three. Uh, least likely, I'm going to say. Um, uh, Zion going to Atlanta. Okay. He's going to the Knicks. <laughs> okay. Um, what was the second one? Uh, there's uh, Siakam for MVP candidacy. Uh, that's and most likely. And what's the other one that's right in the middle? Knicks get Irving and Durant. I'm going to put that right in the middle because that's a... Uh, I guess, but I doubt that's going to happen. Okay, Who Graham. cares? Graham, who would win? Raps 905 or the Knicks? Wow. God, Raps 905 have that guy who just got the two MVPs. Boucher. Got player of the year. Slim Duck. Slim Duck. Slim Chris Boucher. Duck. Yeah, and then uh, uh, probably the 905 because they their owner isn't a complete buffoon. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Katie. Let me ask you this, though. <laughs> okay. I would, ra- I would rather be... In two years, would you rather be where the Knicks are or where the Raptors are? Um, Is that a question? Wait, in two years, I'm still going to say the Raptors because Siakam's going to be better than anyone the Knicks have. 
Okay. Wow. Even Zion? Well, yeah. I mean, wherever Zion goes, I'm gonna, Durant. I'll, I'll reassess. Durant, yeah. I mean, I, I, maybe this is too hot takey, but I think Kyrie Durant is not a championship pairing no. of any kind. I don't like it. That's just me. Yeah. But, uh, and I might I just be a hater because I'm also, you know, trying to convince myself that somehow Golden State's not going to win. Okay. But Katie, mm. you're drafting a new big three team. Who's your big three? This is like Ice Cube's Big Three League. It's got to be retired players. Oh, okay. Rasheed Wallace. Yes. Tim Duncan. Yes. Paul Pierce. Okay, that's a pretty good team. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Good which character? Which NBA players' <laughs> bi- uh, biography would you like to write? Um, probably Jalen Rose. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Good one. Graham. So fi- serious. You started writing. That was very serious. <laughs> Graham, to finish the pod, I know you just said Jalen Rose, but if you could write someone's biography, who would you write? Um, my my favorite player of all time is Charles Barkley. I love Charles Barkley. Um, I, I, I mean, there's already been a lot written about him. So... Maybe maybe Zebo. I like Zebo a lot. Zebo would be fun. Yeah, I think that's a good character right there. Mm-hmm. Nice guy, not afraid to punch somebody. I like those guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, shit. Well, that's the pod, people. What a pod. What a pod. Wow. Uh, we did it. Big um, pod. Biggest pod of the year. Biggest pod. One oh two. Graham, uh, thank you so much. Uh, you always have a. Uh, ton going on. Um, what's up? Where, where can people check you out? Friends and Sports Podcast. Well, um, you can uh, look at my uh, my uh, my set on Conan by uh, typing in uh, <laughs> Stephen Colbert. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't put uh, rapport on YouTube. And uh, also, um, I'm going to be on this NBC show called Bring the Funny, and uh, we're filming in uh, a couple weeks. Awesome. And then. Uh, be on NBC and I'll be on there and then that's that's all for now hey that's great (laughs) thanks man Um, thanks Katie what's up I have two huge things I can't talk about, okay. <laughs> but they're coming. Uh, but in the meantime, oh, wow. you should subscribe to my newsletter, Basketball Feelings, if you haven't. Sweet. You can do that by going to tinyurl.com slash basketballfeelings. And, uh, a lot happens there. A lot happens. Uh, a lot happened on this pod today. Thank you uh, both for uh, you know opening your hearts and minds. Sorry. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> but um, Matt? Uh, I love you and I'll see you next week and uh, (laughs) thanks for listening to the pod everyone peace bye Matt I love you too (laughs) thanks guys (laughs) can anyone around here speak basketball it's the Confederacy of Dunks basketball podcast 